Hey there, and welcome to episode number seven of the Melbourne Northern Suburbs podcast. My name is Adam Roach, and I'll be your host. So today I'm joined by Evelyn and Anthea from the AAIC, which is the Australian Anti-Ice Campaign. Now this podcast has a very special message to it, so make sure you listen in, and if you can help out, that'd be great. Now before we go into the podcast, I've just got a couple of community announcements. Now this Halloween, the Yarra Valley Railway is actually bringing two events. So they have the original ghost train, but if the ghost train is too scary, then you can try the family-friendly little train of spooks. So the ghost train departs Hillsville Station on Friday the 26th and Saturday the 27th of October, and a daytime little train of spooks running on Saturday the 27th and Sunday the 28th of October. So if you want more information, just Google the Yarra Valley Railway, and I'm sure you'll be able to find all the information there for the Halloween spooky train rides. And November 10th, we have the the Merrymead Fate at the Merrymead College there. I'm actually going to have a a stall there, so you can come and say good day. Going to have a few giveaways, so make sure you come along on Saturday, November 10th at Merrymead College for the Fate. And again, I'd like to thank my sponsors, Corrective Self-Defence in Thomastown. Now, if you did miss the interview last week, I had an interview with Rick, who's the, the principal down at Proactive, so you can check that one out. It was a great little insight to the club and how he got started. And my other sponsor is Bung Pai Thai Massage in Bandura. So you'll be able to hear both sponsors' adverts throughout today's podcast. So we'll go over to the interview now with Evelyn and Anthea. Now, I hope you get a lot out of this. Like I said before, the ice is a really bad thing that's happening around and what these, these girls are doing and everyone at AAIC is a, an amazing thing and I hope everyone can get behind it and help them out. All right, so here I am with Evelyn and Anthea from the Australian Anti-Ice Campaign, also known as AAIC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming down. Thanks for having us. No, no problem. No, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had a quick research on the internet about it and it's a great thing that you guys are doing, so it's yeah, yeah. really good. Thank you for that. So we start, yeah, just a bit about the business. And yeah. So um, the AIC was founded five to six years ago by uh, Andrea Simmons. She's a woman that's come from addiction to recovery and has been inspired and lit with a passion just to move forward and really, really, really push the message and educate children. Yes. Um, not just children, but the youth, um, you know, people in workplaces, prisons, but primarily our focus is the schools so we can get the message out to them, not even once. Yeah. And that is the whole part of the slogan and it's putting the freeze on ice. So um, between Victoria and Queensland and every other state throughout Australia, we're trying our hardest to push this message out. Um, but unfortunately, sometimes the response from, what could we call it, community leaders isn't as accepted. And it's really what we need at the moment. We need to see the support, number one, and people, number two, getting behind us because it could be your brother, it could be your son, it could be yourself. Yeah. It could be so many different people that are affected by it, but if we can't just sit here and think, oh, someone else will do it, yeah, someone else right. will do it, you know. So we were ignited with the passion as well, and, you know, there's an army rising up, as we say, yeah. on our website, and the whole point behind that is we are literally warriors in this. There's there's people out there that are, are selling it, that are putting it with quick, you know, quick the milkshake. Yeah, yeah. So they're put mixing it with that, yeah. selling it as a weight loss supplement to young children. Wow. 
So if you've got your 14-year-old girls, and it, it's sad to say, but it's true, yeah. turning around going, okay, yeah, yeah, no worries, I'll, um, I need that. So they pass it on to their friends. Oh, my goodness, over a weekend I lost three or four kilos. Mm. Well, that just sold it. Yeah. But they didn't sell the psychosis that goes with it. They didn't sell the paranoia that goes with it. They didn't sell the, the, the suicidal thoughts that went with it. They just sold the weight loss. And because that's attractive, well, then they've got them hooked. So yeah. you do that three or four times, you're bound to be addicted. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's yeah. really addictive. So what, what is the difference? I, mean, I don't know much about life, so this is mm. a learning experience for me yeah. too. Compared to like the other drugs like marijuana and weed and all that. Yeah. I mean, for me, the way I see it mm. is people on ice are just like totally you know, different person yeah. out of yeah. mind. Yeah. Well, um, the reason it's so addictive is because it releases the most dopamine in the brain. Mm. Out of anything, out of cocaine, out of marijuana... Anything that releases dopamine, mm. ice has the, the highest amount that releases in the brain. That's yeah. what makes it so addictive. So the come down is so hardcore, people can't handle it, so they just need more and more and more to stay on that, on that level. Yeah. And then getting off it makes it 10 times harder because you, you actually go through a really hardcore depression. Yeah. You can't handle that either. So yeah. there's normal people who experience depression, and then there's people who come off ice and that and that depression's just empty. They get yeah. no satisfaction out of anything. Yeah. You know, they lost their joy for a, you can lose your joy up to months at a time. It yeah, takes 14 right. months for mm. your brain to start repairing from it, mm. which is a long time. And a lot of people are like, well, I just can't bother going through that. I'm just going to stay on it because yeah. it's, yeah. it's the easier route to go. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And um, what's that, that thing that you, um, you were telling me about how we go from our human or natural instincts to the animal instinct? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, yeah. So when you're actually on it, though. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, that's oh, right. there's yeah. a frontal lobe part of the brain, and mm. ice actually takes over that part of your brain. Yeah. So your logical thinking, your irrational, and all of that's just completely taken over. So now you're in your animal instinct. Mm-hmm. So you're just, like, living by the moment with that's every right. decision you're making. And that's why it's just so harmful. Because yeah. You're just looking for that next hit. You know, you're not thinking about your family. You can't think about anybody else but the next yeah. hit. And that's yeah. why you go to any degree or length to mm. to get it. Mm. That's why yeah. you hear about robberies, you hear about all that sorts of stuff. I guess too with the money. So I saw the interview with um, to Andrea. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like she's spent like five hundred dollars a day. Oh yeah. So I guess they need that money to to do. And that's you know, a regular thing. Yeah. You know, and if you've got a mate that's cooking it, well, mm. your habits jumped, but you're getting it really at a so-called bargainly suicide price, yeah. you know, because that's what, what happens. Yeah. Um, you know, just to, to touch on what Anthea is saying in respect to, you know, hijacking your frontal lobe, when that happens, you're not worried about what you would naturally worry about. Mm. You're worried about your next five seconds of pleasure, your next five, next hit of pleasure. So whether that's gambling because it's associated, yeah. whether it's sex addiction, because it's associated. Mm. And, you know, some would say, well, these are, are things that aren't really morally right. But in your mind, yeah. what do you think is naturally right? And then ask somebody that's operating in their animal instincts what they find right. Yeah. And they can't even speak on their own behalf because they're hijacked. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. our main point with the whole AAIC mission is to spread the message about not even once and help put the freeze on ice. And number two, stop it before it starts. Yeah. You know, and we believe that together we're all going to get somewhere. We're all going to achieve more because at the end of the day, if you've got Anthea out there in school sharing the testimony, yeah. and it's not something small. It's not It's not a two-second 
You know what I mean? Like these are real life experiences from going from what's in the actual death drug and what's, you know, the consequences of it. Mm. And we've got our CEO that her liver and her kidneys bleed. Like, and she's been clean for five, six years. You know, we've got Terry, that's one of our sponsorship and marketing guys. He's also come off it. All right. But if you ask him, how were you when you're on it? They have to scrape his lungs. He goes into hospital. He's in hospital. They accidentally cut an artery in his neck while they're going to do the procedure. So he's there for 28 days and going through withdrawal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So this guy ended up, I'll, I'll let him share the story one day. If you may, and we'll just, you'll be like, what? You know, and same with Anthea. But um, our, our message is to the community, get behind us. Let's make this happen. It is a war against drugs. You know, yeah. it's a war on ice, actually, you know, and you can turn around and say, you know, oh, but there's not many people affected by it. But I guarantee you know someone on it yeah. right now. Yeah, for sure. You know, I do. Anthea does. You know, whether it's in the arm through the hammer or whether you're smoking it in a pipe, mm. at the end of the day, we both and all three of us know that someone is on it mm. and we need to help them because they don't know what they're going through. They don't even know how to explain to you because it's just going to be a repetitive thing of what's going on in the animal instincts. Yeah. And it's over and over and over and over and over again. And you find like when they're off the ice, mm. they're just like a, a totally different person and have like yeah. a different state of mind. Yeah. 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 But there is like a healing process mm. as well. If you're recovering, mm-hmm. I'm nearly seven months clean now and um, I st- I'm still struggling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Focusing and just all that sort of stuff. Sleep. There's a lot of things. There's a, there's a lot of like trauma that you yeah that you get the word from yeah. it. You know, it's not yeah. just like oh bang and back to normal. Mm. There's a lot. Obviously, you, you know, you go back to you mm. try to adapt back to normal life after coming out of something like that because yeah. that's not normal. Mm-hmm. But you thought that was normal, so now you've got to try and mm. get used to normal life. Yeah, yeah. But so you've been off it for seven months. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And how long were we on it before that? Uh, seven years, seven oh, and a half wow. years, yeah. So, and that was just like a normal day-to-day thing for me. Really? Yeah, that was my normal. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. And it was all ice? And marijuana for okay. 10 years as well, so. So how do you find the difference, like I said, I don't know nothing about it, between marijuana and ice? Like, is that more harmful? Yeah. Than marijuana? So of course it is, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But I think that, like, you know, I started smoking dope at a young age, and that just opened all the other doors for me. To yeah. everything else yeah. because of the people I was around. Mm-hmm. I may have, you know, met up with a marijuana dealer who had something else there. And yeah. I feel like that's like the gateway to everything. So, yeah, that's so true. Hey? You know, mm-hmm. we can sort of say, um, you know, it should, you know, there's a lot of talk about how it should be legalised. I personally think not because I, I believe that it does have many side effects yeah. along with that. But also, just the door opening to the other drug is too. Yeah. I think I, don't, I just don't think any drug is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's from personal experience, and that's why we want to go out to schools and talk to kids. Mm. Isn't, and you know, some people may think, well, I don't really feel good about an ex-user talking to my kid. But the thing is with that is that we get to. They want somebody real. You that's know? Right, exactly. Right. Sure. right now, yeah. we live in a society where they want to see someone cool. You yeah. know, it, no, it's not cool to use drugs. But yeah. if I could get up there and and be there sort of cool, you know, I do have a few tattoos. They might listen to me more than they might listen to the policeman coming in who's never been through it. That's mm-hmm. right, exactly you know? right. So I think there's more power in that in that aspect. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I mean, definitely going through that. And 
I said that you know, someone like in a suit can talk about me. They're not going to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. This, this bloke's just telling me what to do. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we don't tell them what to do. We're just like, hey, man, like, mm. this yeah. is what happens. You've lived it. You mm. know, mm. and sure, we get those choices. But if I can tell you what this is going to, this is going to lead to something. It's not, it's irreversible, but it's not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you do, you, you take away a lot of trauma from it, the lifestyle, everything that comes with it, yeah. the, the brain damage, all of that sort of stuff. All that stuff is just not worth it. So we try to impose and tell them that. Try and stick to your goals, your purpose in life, you know, because yeah. when you're messing with drugs, you might go out and party with your friends, but that can quickly turn into months mm. and then years. Yeah. By the time you know it, you've forgotten about everything you ever wanted, everything you've dreamed of, yeah. any job that you've ever focused on doing, mm-hmm. or everything's taken off you in that yeah. aspect. So. Yeah. And you can completely forget about that, being 18, 19, you know, oh, I'm just going to live in the moment, I'm going to have fun. But then that actually tends to drag on, mm-hmm. and that's... Yeah, I think I think that's what's happened a lot these days with with you know eighteen year olds and stuff like that. So that's right. Yeah. So pretty much everyone at the AAIC has gone through something before. I'd say ninety eight percent of the people we work with, absolutely. You know, our team is not they are adamant about getting this message out, and I think that's really what sparked us up too. You know, because we've got a very very similar fire, and it's about spreading the message. And you know, you'll see a lot of uh, ex addicts or even current addicts, the main thing is a lack of worth and love um, or unfortunate circumstances that happen to people. Um, I know that was like that with me. Yeah. I even know that with Anne. I think it's big insecurities. Yeah. I think every addict has very um, big insecurities. Yeah. You know? And they're they fed yeah. by the paranoia and fed yeah. by the fear. So when you'll see, um, you'll even would have seen it on the news, you know, they talk about it. And I say it's gone crazy and smacked the bus driver. Yeah. Well, is at one point they would have felt threatened and which would have fed the rage, Mm. you know, and the anger. So it's really about cutting it at the root, but we've got to go deeper. You know, this is why Anthea is one of our lead mentors in Victoria, because you have to get deeper. And we've got a family support team as well. So, you know, and they're qualified counsellors. So if you've got people that aren't dealing with it, that aren't really the abuser of the drug, but are the victim of the abuse coming from the addict, well, we've got support there too, yep. you know. So it is a road to recovery that we want to lead these guys on. Um, we've got people influxing out, uh, flooding out emails at the moment through the online website, which is um, www.australianantiicecampaign.org.au, yep. um, and you can volunteer there if people want to, or even if they want to know a little bit more about us, they can head straight there. But in respect to that. When we do have a volunteer, if you read the little comments, right, and it's so inspiring, you literally, there's nights where I'm just sitting there crying because that that reminds me of me when I first wanted to start, you know, where I'll say something like, I've been clean for six months or I've been clean for a year and I know what ICE did to me and my family. There's always and my family and they've taken responsibility for it. And I think when you admit that you have a problem and you can, and, and for an ICE addict, that's the hardest thing. Because yep. you're in such a psychosis-driven state, you don't think you're the different one. You think everyone else is nuts. Yeah. And yeah. Or they're out to kill you, or they're out to, you yeah. know, you're looking out your window going, shivers, the helicopter's there for me, when really it's just probably they're doing routine checks, yeah. you know? But it's to true. you in the moment, yeah. they're after me, they're going there, and you do your head. So yeah. do you remember a lot of the experience, when you're on it, then you come off it? Do you remember a lot of the experiences, or is it more yeah, like and, a and sometimes, drunk, you know, yeah, you don't remember anything? 
No, no, no. Like, I think even people that have been drunk remember. <laughs> like, you've got to get pretty ridden off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, f- maybe follow a case of alcohol. But um, I know for myself, um, and even Anthea, if you want to share, but in respect to certain things that involved, um, you know, police or anything like that, you're, you are so convinced, because yeah. this is what it does. The, the hijacking does that. You are convinced that people are out to get you. So it's a very, very... You think it's you naturally coming up with these thoughts. Mm. You know, your parents are against you. No, you don't understand. You're one of them. You know, and you start to single people out to the point where you're isolated. And when you've got suicidal thoughts and you're on a calm down and you can't find a dealer and you're away from everybody that loves you, mm. what do you think is going to happen? Depression's already kicked in. Suicidal thoughts have already kicked in. You are so paranoid to the point where... Even if your lover went to the pantry, you convinced they had an affair with the fo- with something. Let's just call it the cornflakes with yeah. all your mate that he came in secretly and then he left. Yeah. You know, like you come up with all these weird stories in your mind that to the average person would be like, you are a tripper. Yeah. But that person's convinced. Yeah. You know, and it's about having not just respect. It's not about respecting the drug. It's about respecting the individual. You know, and let's find them help the right way. You know, all of our presenters are trained with Code Grey training from ISTA. Um, they all do dual, dual diagnosis training with Optimal Health, Health Group. Um, and we've got a legend that's there. His name's George Petriki. And these people are the same as us. We're all voluntary. We all want to get in there and we just want to help. How do we educate one another to educate the younger generations? Because realistically, you're not going to be here for long. And I'm not going to be here for long. And these people leading our communities aren't going to be there for long. And we've gone from an era of television to an era of social media to an era of, dude, this is, you You might have had LSD in your your time, but we have ice. And it is not heroin's cousin. It is directly from the pit of wickedness and it wants to rob you of your soul. You know, I don't know if you've seen the um, meth poem. Mm. But it talks about it being crystal meth. And the girl that wrote it, I strongly encourage you to look it up. And it is the epitome of what methamphetamine is. You know, um, and for us, I know when I speak on behalf of us, it's because we've shared such a similar background. Like, we actually met at a dealer's house. Mm. um, And now we're fighting the good cause together and the good fight with one another. And it's only through the grace of God that we could do that, you know. So we want to push the message out to the young kids So when they do hit that, and I'm talking like 16, 17-year-olds, so when they do hit 18, they've already got, hold on a sec, I remember Anthea talking to me about that, you know, or Terry or whoever it is. I remember them saying that there was a flesh-eating chemical in that. I'm not going to put that in my body. Where there's authority then to say no. And you've got got an honest moral right to say no. I don't want to do that to myself. Whether you make me feel or look like a loser, I'm not doing that. And these guys equip these young kids with the tools and the right way to go about it. You know, it's not just, oh, I don't think that that's a good idea to to put in front of my children. Well, I beg to differ. And I think you need to step out of that little boat and let's go walking on a bit of water (laughs) so you can see what is in front of you because this isn't just a sheltered world. There are people out there that will go to the extremes of giving it to your daughter as a weight loss supplement, whether she's 12 or 14. So we need to get in there quick, put the, the stop on ice, put the freeze on it, just say no. 
Not even once. Yeah. Even if it's, oh, 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 no, not even once. You know, one of our guys, Brad, you ask him, what state did you get to? And there's one part of his story <clears throat> where he turns around and he says he would go past the mirror and he'd see a little speck on his, his eye and he'd start to pick at it. By the time the end of the day was there, he had a big hole inside of his, just mm. above, wow. yeah, just under his eyebrow and above his eye where he had dug so much because your focus is in, enhanced. Or so you think. Uh, you know? Geez. So each one of our presenters has a story that will knock you for six. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it will because they're real life stories. And yeah. we want to use that to help people, not to put them into positions of temptation, but to sincerely help them. Martial arts, Muay Thai kickboxing, fitness and self-defense. Over 50 classes per week, beginners to advanced. Separate junior, little dragons, and adult-only classes. Casual classes or value memberships. Come try a free introductory class at Proactive Self-Defense. Factory 8, Brock Street, Thomastown. Phone 9464-4546. ProactiveSelfDefense.com So you're going to go to schools now? Yep. What, what's your age? Is it from year 7 up? Or? Uh, we prefer to do it from 9 to 12. Okay. Um, so from years 9 to 12 because they, you know, they've got a different understanding. I would love to do it to everybody. I think everybody needs it. I think yeah. not just primary schools and secondaries, but that's my opinion. Yeah. But in respect to us as the AIC team, we prefer to go from year 9 to 12. We'll speak out to the high schools about this dangerous drug and get them interacting with the right kind of let's create a new you know fashion sense in the mind where saying no is actually legendary it's not weak at all you know and that's what we need to drive um and push out to these kids because i started at 14 anthea started at 14 yeah so you i'm 34 now you look at anthea she's 24 now so in the time that i was an addict she's an addict too so as much as now we're all right, yeah. it's still a daily struggle to get better. You know, whether it's a mind problem or whether it's a... And when I say in the mind, you know, you, you constantly think of things that you did. You know, like, oh my goodness, like how could I have put my mum through that? How could I have put my brothers through that? Yeah, it's cool. always reminding you. And it takes a lot of willpower to go, you know what, it happened. That Thank God they've forgiven me. There's families that just don't, you know. Thank yeah. God that they have and that they've given me another chance to move forward. We're working with people that don't have that chance with their families because they've pushed to the boundary, yeah. you know, and over the limit. We work with a lot of people that have um, injected ice, you know, not just smoked it, but I'm, I'm talking when you're begging for it and it's that dirty stages of it, you yeah. know, it's dirty the whole way, but, you know, light bulbs and creating your own from like it's it's just from one extreme to another and it's so dirty Mm. you know and the extreme that some will go through a man passed away because his wife had didn't finish off her hit through the um, syringe left it on a table this guy's picked it up finished it off with himself and died the next morning you know so it gets i hate to say it but it gets very very low Mm. You know, when you're desperate, uh, there is another word for it. I'm not going to use it because 
you know, I can't dare put a definition on that, and I'm not going to use one of our team to do it. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we we've can't, we've seen the depths of the valley of whatever you want to call it, call it death, call it whatever I call it, hell. You know, because it really does come alive in your life. But now there is this. I'm on a mission. Anthea is on a mission. So is the rest of our team nationwide, yeah. and every one of them are. I'm talking driven to get this out. Yeah. through lived experience and that's what we want yeah. and how long has it been going for now the uh, ARC uh, six years oh six years mm-hmm. okay. the ones I saw on the, the news or the mm-hmm. TV shows or anything so yeah it was a great start oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh yeah and she's as passionate as we are hey she, she yeah. when we speak to Andrea she's more about guys come on let's get these schools going let's get these kids educated you know mm. and she's so it's such an emotional thing when you're in the schools. Like even Anthea, she's had to cry about it when she's given because you you don't have to relive the pain, but you're reliving that. And it's, sometimes it's very hard to believe that that was you mm. at that time, you know? And the, oh my goodness, that those, when you're alone, right? When you're alone and you're going through the psychosis, it is the scariest thing that I've ever experienced in my life. You know, you you don't just see things, you hear things, you act on them. How would you put it, Anth? Like, it's it, it's scary. It's like yeah. you walk straight into the devil's face and he is playing cat and mouse with you. I was pretty blessed not to get, yeah. like, full-blown schizophrenia. Yeah. I was really strong-minded to be able to break myself out yeah. of those paranoid moments where I'd go to sleep and whatnot. Yeah. After a while, like, after doing it for so long, you sort of, like train yourself to like mm-hmm. look after yourself because you're doing it so much like you need to eat you need to sleep some people don't do that and that's why they fall into schizophrenia and they get all of that sort of stuff either way mm-hmm. it's still bad mm-hmm. but i'm just saying like i'm pretty lucky to still like be normal you know because yeah, yeah. i know how much i used to use and whatnot through a pipe through a needle whatever yeah, yeah. So yeah. very like blessed to come back. Yeah, yeah, that's, oh, right. That's, right. yeah. that's right. There's still lots of flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. So when you get those flashbacks, is it is there anything there that thinks, oh, we might just have one more, or is it all totally gone? It's like it's sort of like I got a new life now that yeah. I've had to create, mm. and like that happened. It was then, yeah. and like you know, as much as like we would probably all get tempted sometimes, you know, but I'll never be tempted beyond more I can be you know yeah, what I mean because like, yeah. I've like worked too hard for what I have now yeah. I can't imagine just throwing that away yeah. I think that when you work hard for something then it becomes harder to just throw it away mm-hmm. you know so it's it's easier now but I just get like flashbacks about you know like just that it's like a whole different like realm yeah. of yeah. life you know yeah. just involving like the criminal scene and like yeah. just a lot of hectic people and just place like you end up in some places you just would never go to yeah, yeah. that's right you know so just all of that sort of stuff and just yeah I don't miss being alone and paranoid about yeah. every move I had to make you know yeah because that's that's how you're living like you don't have friends mm. these are just users using each other mm. to that's use, right you know using each other to use you know everything's really fake and like you're literally by yourself. In some sense, I don't blame people for being so paranoid because they have that right, mm-hmm. you know, they automatically know somewhere in their conscience that this isn't, this is all like not real as well. Yeah. 
and we are here for drugs. So yeah. they sort of are. Well, them being paranoid, maybe it's just being real as well. You know, mm. this is what yeah. we're here for. This is what we're doing. That's the sort of life like I've lived for so long. So, yeah, just coming out of that and having to trust people again in, like, normal life. Yeah. Not, you know, like, having trust in people and faith that, well, not everybody's there to mess me over. Mm. That's what happens. Yeah, so that's the hardest thing. But yeah. I, I mess people over too, yeah. obviously, you know, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. But, yeah, just trying to be around normal people, <laughs> trying to socialise again yeah. without that, because it's a social drug too, you know, yeah. so just trying to socialise and be normal, you know. I didn't know what normal was, so I'm just trying to figure that out now. <laughs> so do you find most of it, like people first get onto it, it's definitely the peer group pressure? Yeah, because it's like a social it's thing at right, the yeah. start, yeah. Man, you know, you be out... It'll be fun, you know, for the first... It'll look like fun. Yeah. It's the biggest lie. Yeah. yeah? So the for biggest. the first two, three months, you might have a blast. Yeah. might go through a phase. And then it after that, nowhere, hey? by the time you know it, you and your mates are doing it from yeah. Monday to Friday. Yeah. There's no, like... You can't just use it on a Saturday. That's yeah. not even being realistic, yeah? Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's how addictive it is. So you just... Your sense of time as well, man. Like, yes. time goes so yeah. quick. Yeah. You know, like, seven and a half years of my life flashed before my eyes. Yeah. My cousins are now this big, and yeah. I didn't even get to see them grow up. And I'm thinking, what the heck? One's in high school, but I was, like, living in a different time, you yeah. know? Like, a full different time. But it just flies. Like, it flies. A year flies. Yeah. Six months flies. Like, right past you. It's crazy, you know? It's full yeah. on. And with the, uh, the seminars you do at the schools, do you yeah. explain, like, Exactly, yeah. What's, what makes it so addictive to people? Yeah. What's in the ingredients? Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. from start to finish, through their lived experience, so I feel like you take the lead on that, actually. Well, you know, like we, we <laughs> basically uh, tell them about ourselves, yeah. you know, just yeah. like a brief story of, you know, about our life and what we went through. Yeah. And then that, from there, we just um, do a presentation, and it's a PowerPoint presentation. So on that PowerPoint presentation, we go through basically... Everything that ice does to you, from the mind, the body, spirit, and the soul. Yep. Everything. Everything that it does. You know, and then we get into the chemicals, and we even, like, might even bring some chemicals with us to show them. Like, yeah. would you drink some toilet cleaner? Yeah. Drink some acetone? <laughs> like, yeah. Getting, you know, just yep. real deep, in yeah. depth. You know, this is what it does, man. It puts holes in your brain. Yeah. You know? It's literally. Like, yeah, literally puts mm. holes in your brain. Straight out. So, yeah. and what it does to your memory, it's like gives you. It's, it's you know the. They say that um, ice has the same effect, right, as yeah. Alzheimer's, and like mm. can give you full dementia, Alzheimer's. Yeah, yeah it's mm. the same. So, mm. sort of, in, it's not like a bad fear, you know. It's instilling yeah. that into them, so they know, you know. Like when I tried, I tried at schoolies, and yeah. I didn't know. I just thought, oh, so like this guy told me it was like speed. Yeah. yeah. So there I was. And then after that, that was it. Was and it's funny, years. isn't it? They say that it's we're putting fear into them, but we're putting the truth out there. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. and it's, there's become this almost a, a combined thing, you know, oh, no, 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 you're trying to instill fear in the kids. No, man, we're trying to instill yeah. the truth. Yeah. Because this is really what happens. Yeah, all right, you might see people three, four months. Mate, you can pick a liar from anywhere. You know, there is no way that certain kids have been on, oh, yeah, we, I've been taking eyes for, like, <laughs> six months, nine months. No, mate. You can tell when yeah. they've been taking it, you know, and it might sound cool yeah. when whoever happens to say it at school, 
But the reality is, is after the first three to six months, we've got guys that have the first week, mm. they had psychotic episodes, you know. But I'm talking three to six months, you will start hearing things and start seeing things. And if it's not one, it'll be the other. And if it's not that, you'll get that paranoid that you think your life is at risk. And it is not a fun thing to experience. I'm feeling sick talking about it, mm. you know. So... I don't want to say, you know, that we're putting this fear in the kids. We're putting the truth back in the kids. Oh, that's and right. This is what our schools need. Locally. Yeah. Um, especially like you're talking about, sorry, with the, uh, the schoolies. Yeah. That's probably, I would guess, yeah, no, that's yeah. where it all starts. Like the... yeah, that's exactly where it all starts. Yeah. You know? So, like, I know ice is everywhere because yeah. I've been in that scene. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Any, like, party place you go to, it, like, I know it's there. So even schoolies and stuff will definitely be there. Yeah. It's going to be exposed. So when I mean, it's not a bad fear that I want to instill. I mean, mm. it's a it's a sort of like, no, I want to think before I do. You know, that's not right. like, um, I don't want to scare them, mm. but I want them to be aware. Yeah, it's yeah. raising their awareness. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. So it's a think before I act, basically. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, that's where it all stems, like, from schoolies. So I think it's great, like, what you're doing. Mm. Especially getting before they get that stage where they go to school, isn't it? They yeah. know all about it. Just yeah, saving that life and say, hey, no, I'm not going to do that. I've, yeah. These guys told me about it, no way. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. they might really connect. You know, it might come across a kid who really connects with me, mm. and that, that, they will remember that time. That's right. Yeah. So that's why it's um, so powerful, I reckon. You know? For sure. Because, hey, that chick, she was awesome. She was so real, man. Like, should have you know, heard her story, like, straight out. I wouldn't yeah. go through any of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that sticks with them. Yeah. Yeah, so. And, and also, on the odd occasion, you'll have a, a guy in school where no one will pick that he's touched it yeah. or that he's gone through anything. And then there's that quiet pull aside where it's like, hey, can I get your number? No, really. Yeah. yeah, and it's to you know a lot of the time it's that's what we call the mentoring process. You know, so it's like, all right, let's just have a chat. Yeah. Let's become friends. You know, we we'll see where you're at. You see where we're at. We exchange, you know, a bit of a deeper story. Mm. Talk to us, man. You know, yeah. And that's what we want. That's what we're here for. The Australian Anti Ice Campaign is exactly that. Yeah. We've got mentors, uh, outreach programs. We do the presentations in the schools. Not only do we do presentations in schools, but in prisons and workplaces, you know, and like you both have said, it's to raise awareness. We just need our community support. For sure. You know, yeah. Victoria-wide, or Australia-wide, really. So, how's it, most of it, is it here or overseas it comes from? Yeah, oh, that's... well, look, oh, oh, sometimes yeah. you want to ask yourself how the heck did it get here if it did yeah. come from overseas, <laughs> um, with all the protection that we have. Um, but in respect to... Us, you can make it in your kitchen. You can make it in your bathroom. You mm. know, the ingredients are sold over the, the counter. So exactly. you can go to your local Bunnings and that's exactly where it comes from. But yeah. you don't have a so-called chemist or bio doctor figuring out the right amount. So yeah. you've just got a dude that's like, oh, so-and-so said so-and-so and so-and-so. So they've put it all together and that's why some comes out more potent than others, yeah. you know, and you've got some that's cut more than others, but I think there's like, don't um, know what I think there's, there's, there's like people that make mm. a lot of money off it and I don't yeah. think they're the ones that take it. I don't even think we oh, the high is up. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, it's coming from there and then it goes to the next dude, next, next dude. dude. And yeah. then that's where the users come buyers off the other user or the yeah. drug dealer. Cause yeah, yeah I, I think that it definitely comes from, 
a top place. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't even know those people, you know. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And the, that's the scary part is that it comes from there, so it get, get cut, cut again. And the more people that it goes through, the more people touch it. Yeah. yeah. So mm. basically getting, I don't know, a mixture of uh, <laughs> yeah, all sorts yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's an amazing thing too. Like you, we talked about a lot of the younger kids, mm. but the, um, is it Andrea? Andrea, Andrea yeah. sorry. Um, like she said, she didn't start to watch, she was 40. Yeah. And a few of our presenters actually are the same. Yeah. You know, the, you, the 40s, the mid 40s, you know, and as a result, unfortunately, some have lost their families. Um, out of that, you know, sons or daughters that really have just cut them off. No, you know, because it's associated with the, if I'm allowed to say it, junkie world. Yeah. Um, but a user is a user. You know, um, I think from any drug that you're using, you know, without a title, there's obviously help that's needed because addiction isn't really a good thing, you know. Some are sure. addicted yeah. to food, some are addicted to cigarettes, some are addicted to drugs and alcohol, but there has to be a limit at some point and moderation is the key for everything. But like I've said, and I'll say it again, not even once. Yeah. You know, let's get that message out because it's it's scary, you know. And the other scary so just one more thing. Mm. On the site also, it said how... The, some of the dealers mm. actually going to get the school kids for free, like free samples. Yeah, that's true. Really scary and that's the well. strawberry quick yeah. I was oh, talking about. Yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. they go out and they, just, they sell it as a weight loss supplement and they give it for free first. So you've given it for free, a little bag, and it's like, oh, this will help you lose weight in the weekend. You'll lose four to seven kilos. And they go and take it. And then, bang, you've got them hooked. Mm. Tiny little thing. Just don't even touch it. Don't even look at it. If you don't know what it is, don't touch it. Yeah. You know? Um, and going back to Andrea, you know, this is a woman that not only had a $500 a day habit, but, you know, if you look at the life that she lived beforehand, you know, she's a successful businesswoman, yeah. she had the house, she had the car, she had beautiful children, um, pets, whatever. And then that within, what was it, three years, four years? Yeah, only a couple of years. Yeah. Um, all of that. It's just in a, in a, yeah, in a square house, you know, and... Yeah. It's not cool. No. We've got family friends that are personally like that now. No. Um, and, you know, to save namesake, it's it's sad what's going on because now that person's sober yeah. and the kids still don't want anything to do with them. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, let's fight the good fight. Let's show them there's, there is a reason for them to be proud to support their mum or dad. Yeah. You know, that is um, trying to do the right thing and get better through their road of recovery. Yeah. Well, I guess that'd be the hard thing too, like mm. you're trying to get that respect back. Oh, yeah. After, but I mean, hopefully that's where you guys mm. come to it and help them out. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the whole purpose of our family support and our mentor team. Um, all of us individually, regardless of, you know, titles, our, our main focus is let's just do everything together yeah. so we can achieve the main goal, you know, and it is to ultimately put that freeze on us. You know, like our guys... Every single one of them is driven and passionate and in respective of their experiences, you know, yes, there is some cases where people have gone to jail out of it, um, you know, due to their actions being on the substance. But now when you see them and you hear the story, you're like, how is that the same person? Like, is this real? Yeah. You know, like you'll hear one guy is like, yeah, I used to stab people and this and that and come out of jail and he's like, a little puppy is like, I, I want to help. Yeah. I want to help. And they're adamant, I just want to help. Mm. You know, and all of our people, you know, obviously have the working with children's checks and, yeah. you know, we, we have to do the right thing towards our communities too. 
Um, but in respect to our guys, my goodness, if you hear some of their stories, mm. I'd actually love you to interview a few of them. Yeah, um, sure. You just... You, I mean, the more awareness about yeah. this, I'll, I'll gladly you know, yeah. push it out there. Yeah, you'll freak out, man. Yeah. You'll freak out. And I think your, your <laughs> listeners are going to be like, well, if they are or have been on it, they'll be like, I'm not alone. And if they are a victim of it, they'll be like, I'm starting to understand what happened. Yeah. You know, and together, victim and abuser can come together and let's work the, work out on this road together to get everyone onto recovery. You know, and forgiveness is a big key, but so is patience. And we need to apply these things to, to get the outcome that we want. That's great. Yeah. No, that's a good way to finish, I think. Mm. No, thank you very much, Tracy, for yeah. Thanks for having us. And, um, yeah, I'll definitely learn a lot out of it. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully all the listeners will too. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Just to touch on another thing, yeah. um, very quickly before we go, it's funny, you know, because I know you're a guitarist and yeah, you, yeah. Know, you are very talented at yeah. it. So, um, you know, a few of our guys are the same. So even a joint thing, you know, where we can come together musically and vocally yeah. and get our, our guys involved. Um, Andrea's got an EP right, that she's she's a singer herself. Oh, really? If you hear it, oh, she'll knock your socks off. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll give you one of the CDs. Yeah. So um, all the proceeds of that CD, yeah. the EP itself, go directly to this cause. You know, so there is so many different avenues. Yeah. And it's funny that the majority, not all, but the majority of, of users have such an ability, whether it's poetic ability or, you know, instruments or singing. Like, yeah. there's so much that they can... Um, you know, bring to the table, yeah, yeah. and so so much talent. So we're we're planning, and we're in the midst of it now. Yeah. So I'm not going to say too much because it's a surprise. Yeah, but, that's right. You know, um, hopefully we'll be able to share the mystery of what's going on with the team in the AIC. So. Oh, for sure. That's no, good to get the music involved in. Mm. So. Absolutely. No worries. But um, thank you for having us. No thank problem. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming down. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So there we go. So I hope everyone enjoyed today's podcast and learnt a lot, like I did about the the ice drug and exactly what it does. Like I said in the interview, I really didn't know much about it until this episode. And it's really opened up my mind and, and hopefully I can help out in any which way I can to help put a freeze on this terrible drug. Now let's have a quick listen to my sponsor from Bang Pai Thai Massage. Bang Pai Thai Massage. We offer massages in relaxation, Thai and deep tissue. We open every day from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Come on in and see us at number 11 13 20 Plenty Road, Bandura, or call us on 9466 8996 to make an appointment. Like us on Facebook or become a member to get discounts. Sawadika. So next week, I'm going to have Robin Lee and Grant Hogan on from the the gamers in Mernda and Surrounds. So they give us a quick breakdown of what they do and we, we'll learn about what tabletop games are and the way everyone can come down and check it out. So until next week, keep smiling. Keep smiling.